What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Mo Buckets podcast. Yo, my name is Hoodie Ben, and I got the fully refreshed, relaxed, restored squad right here. To my right, we got Jimmy Buckets. What's going on, man? What's good, everybody? It's been a while, eh? Yo, it's, it's been, been a, a while. minute, man. And then we got your division, Frankie Vision. Welcome back. Yo, what's good? What's good? We're still the champs, right? Yo, We're still the champs forever and ever. The East, the East runs through the rafts. <laughs> the East runs through. Yo, you the already raps. know. And Matt Thomas. You <laughs> are yo Iceman. We already know. Uh, and then rounding it off, we got Magic Mitch. What's good? What up? What up? Yo, guys, off season, man. Yo, it's been a minute, man. It's been what a couple months now? Oh no, a couple weeks. Couple, couple weeks. weeks. Couple it's weeks. Been a few weeks. I don't know. It hasn't oh, been that man. long, but it seems like it's been a minute. You know, it yo. seems like it's been a while. There's been a lot of activity. Jeez, like, craziest offseason in NBA history? I think this might have th- been. This rivals that whole, uh, when you know, when the, all, all the whole, all the emojis on Twitter and like oh, yeah. Yeah. DeAndre getting when locked When they locked up DeAndre Jordan in that, in that yeah. mansion. That was nice. When, that was fun. When, uh, when Mark Cuban was beside himself driving by trying to find Is that the DeAndre same year as Banana Boat? Where they started putting Probably, all those emojis I think so. too? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah. I think so. But well, it's just like huge transactions, right? Like if you look at the percentage, or, or the, if you look at the league, such a high percentage of players were free agents this year. Um, and to see the turnover in teams and rosters, it's just incredible. Um, and I think at the conclusion of it all, we feel like, I think for most people, they see like it's a new balance in the league. I think it was something like 40% of the league changed. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, man. Like, that's that's crazy. crazy. And like, yo, all the D-Wade's jersey swaps, <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> already outdated, yo. Damn. Already outdated. The collector items now. Yeah. <laughs> and yo, it's crazy because like it feels like the Raptors championship Yo, it, it's already forgotten. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's so crazy that, like, I, I think the only thing left is, like, the ring ceremony opening night. But after that, it's just so much of the league has changed. We had our week. We had our good <laughs> we had our our week. one week. We had two weeks of celebration. And then, oh. We man, had people just, lining up for days trying to get that championship merch. And then, wow. Yo, I'm just still like rocking that. that merch all summer <laughs> long, man. All summer long. All year, yo. All <laughs> year. Yeah, you can find it in the your closest uh, clearance section. Oh, man. Yo, yo, I still I, I found a few uh, Kawhi jerseys, actually, still. On sale? Real sports, yeah, it was on sale. Yo, Ben, yeah. so you're going straight into it, eh? You're going yeah. straight Listen, we into got, okay. it. Okay, all right, guys, yo. Why is it on clearance, Ben? Off-season has begun. It's in full force, and it all... I think we got to start with for, with this one. We talk about, like, let's talk about the biggest surprises of the off-season. For me, and I'm sure for all of us as, as homegrown Raptors fans, man, this came down to Kawhi Leonard bolting to the clippers like take that in, take that in our finals mvp the guy that took the raptors franchise to new heights to the promised land i gotta drink another one man yeah, i gotta pour one out for this is i guess it's cheers cheers to you know everything that Kawhi's done for toronto and you know at the end of the day say what you want about him this guy decided to go home yo and he brought along his good friend paul george Wait, are they good friends? I have no idea. I, mean, I, I, I didn't just even know he, he was friends with Paul George. <laughs> like, Yo, but they're just what, Cali, Cali natives? Right, both That's all Cali it was. Natives, yeah. right? It's like, I mean, Paul George wanted to go to LA a year ago. Mm-hmm. And then he went to OKC. But he obviously, he always wanted to come back, right? Yeah. Like, he, you know, he had that whole thing with Russell Westbrook and Nas, that whole thing saying that he's coming back. But obviously, he didn't want to really stay. Yeah. Okay, guys, man, like, as a fan reaction, I remember waking up that Saturday morning, and I, my phone blew up. I got, I got all these messages. I was like, what is going on? 
And then I, I saw one of those notifications. It says Kawhi Leonard has been traded to. I traded. And then signed. I, I, signed. I, didn't, oh, yeah. what? I just remember my heart broke. I remember, because leading up to that day, there was so much spec. Like, it's been a long time since we've seen so much speculation over a trade. From analysts to insiders to everybody saying, you know, 99% chance of going here. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I'm hearing these sources going here. It was a circus, man. It was a circus. And it had... Dude, it had... A- at a helicopter. We had oh. CP24 <laughs> following Live. the flight. Like, Live. that was crazy. Yo, it, was, it was like when, if, if, mm. if OJ yeah. was, <laughs> was, 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 you know, running from the yeah. cops and people were just following him and then, you know, at the hotel and everything. It was crazy. crazy. Yo, this was the decision 2.0. That's what this was. Like, this is on the scale of, like, LeBron. But this is different. That like, LeBron different. had an announcement, though. Like, LeBron's like, you know something? I'm going to announce it That's here true. and then. You know, That's this true. is when I'm going to do it. Kawhi's just like everyone's stalking this guy, waiting for the moment he's gonna just like say something. And like I, he still hasn't said anything. He hasn't thanked the fans. Right? He hasn't said anything to Toronto. There's no Instagram post. There's no newspaper page that he took out. Still, and he hurts. hasn't even said anything. Still hurts, man. Still like hurts. You, know he's co- you know he's coming back to Carabana, right? So he's gonna be in Toronto. You think, Is he, he be, you think he'll show up to Caravana after all this? After all this, Baca, he, he he promised. He said no, he, he would. <laughs> But after all this, yo, how do you think he'll be received by Toronto fans? I think they'll nah, still cheer for him. They'll give him a standing ovation, yeah. man. Like I think, I think that's the. How are you guys? How would you be bitter about it? You're if gonna have the bad terms, and that's I understand. You're definitely gonna have those people though that are gonna boo. I don't think he deserves to boo. I mean, we, he he brought us a championship. You yeah, can't exactly. take that away. Like, what? Why would you boo him? Because he didn't want to stay. Really? I'm not gonna say. Look, really, I'm hurt because I think of what if. Okay, yeah, that's, like, that's, that's, if, that's understandable, but but to go to a point of booing him, no, nah, you can't boo him. I, 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 you can't boo him. I I think it's like once he left, like everyone was like shocked, whatever. Now I think the narrative becomes like, how do you actually like honor him when he comes back? It's like, do you do you retire his jersey? Nah, I don't do you do. build him a statue? <laughs> which nope. which you know you I, don't I think get there's no a statue. lot of debate. I think there's a lot of like you know there's a lot of debate. Would you retire his jersey? Right to now, to be honest, man, right I, I'm I'm torn. I. Yes or no? I, I can you? see. Okay, before I answer that, I can see both sides. I can see people say, can say, "Listen, um, you know, he brought us to the promised land. He took us to to a level that the franchise has never seen before. So, regardless of that decision, whether or not he left, like you, you got to give him credit for that. So, I see the the positive for that. But then the negative, he was with us for what sixty games, fifty games, fifty something games. Like mm-hmm. it's hard to put up to the rafter a number and a jersey for a guy that was only with the franchise for one season. Even though the impact was was beyond everything that, that the franchise has ever gone to, it's hard to justify putting a jersey up. So with that, I'm going to say you honor him with like a tribute video when he comes back, but you don't retire his jersey. That That's that's kind of where I stand. What do you guys? Damn, really? That, that's... You would. I don't, I, like, I'm, I'm indifferent. Retire his jersey, don't retire it. I'm not gonna boo him. Like I, I have no ill hatred or anything towards Kawhi. He did, he did what he he wanted to do. If he if he dogged it and just phoned it in, you know, load management, come playoff time. Oh, I'm injured. I can't play. You know, that, that's 100. percent I agree. If you want, if you wanted to boo him, but he came and played every single playoff game. He delivered. It's true. He didn't complain. You know, he was injured. You can clearly tell he was injured, and he still came to came to play, and he never phoned it in. Like how do you how do you you're just you're only upset because he didn't choose to stay. But in the beginning of the trade, 
if someone asks, is he going to stay? You're like highly unlikely. And we've already we already accepted the fact that he was most likely leaving at the end of the end of the year. So you know, just your whole the whole perception of oh, just because you know, if we make it to the finals, if we make it to the East Conference Finals, if we win, it gives us more reasons for him to stay. It's just we just kept finding different reasons to be like he can't leave us. We made it to the finals. He can't leave us. We we got the championship. You know what I mean? Like you kept bringing up other options to think why he would stay mm-hmm. as opposed to you know like his original intent of was going back home going to LA mm-hmm. that's true i mean even when the whole spurs thing went down he like the, his people put it out there that he wanted to go to LA right, and he right. wanted a trade to get to LA but i agree with you in that i so i i prepared myself for this for that moment when he would leave because yeah i couldn't see no, nothing him could have prepared us for that moment but the thing is i also didn't see him leaving after he hit that shot against the Sixers. I didn't think he would leave after they won the championship, right? Mm. But at the same time, I also had prepared myself to be like, you know what? If he leaves, it's not because of anything basketball related. It's 100% to do with his own personal preference of just wanting to go home, right? So you tired his jersey? No, I wouldn't. I mean, I, I agree with Ben. Put the video up. I don't even know if he'll watch it, right? Kawhi, I don't think Kawhi's that type of guy. He really cares about that stuff. If he did, he would have stayed, right? If he cared about love from the fans, he would have stayed. True, true. Wait, so, Jimmy, you, you would retire or you wouldn't? Jimmy's indifferent. Yeah. Do it. Don't okay. do it. All I right. don't really care. All right. All right. Frankie, All right. We, want, we won the championship. Thank but you. I won't boo him. I won't yeah, boo him. No, I don't, I don't think there's any, any reason to boo him. I think it's just a matter of like how you honor him. Frankie, where you at? Wipe those tears, Frankie. I- I'm with you, man. I thought I'm I was you. over it. You know, I thought I thought I got over it already, but n- talking about it again now is just it just it brings back all the pain because it's it's like what could have been could it it could have redeemed everything. You know, when Vince left, it, it broke the city's heart, but I thought Kawhi was going to be the redemption, and if he was to stay, it wouldn't have even mattered if we won or lost. He would have rallied an entire country around him. We, we wouldn't have just retired his jersey. We would have built a statue. I said this on the last pod. His fandom in the entire country was unrivaled. I don't think we've seen a player bring an entire country together to the impact that Kawhi did. And it's not just of how good he was doing, but the fact that he was able to deliver on executing a championship... That's just unparalleled, you know. Like we hit a high that the entire country has never seen. That momentum, it would have been unbelievable, and it just it breaks my heart because I thought I wasn't prepared, Mitchell. You know, in your in your mind, a lot of people were saying prepare yourself for him to not resign. I wasn't I wasn't like that. I was like, hey, we did everything right. You know, we we load management, we executed well. Matchups, we executed well. We, man, everything was going right. And so, are you just mad that our peak didn't last longer? So you wanted a longer peak. I'm as sad to because... Just like having it w- that one career year, and then everything's just downhill after that. I- I'm sad because it could have been one of the best storylines in the NBA. You know, it, it kind of reminds you of when Jeremy Lin got taken away from the Knicks. Like, regardless Wait, of win or lose, Jeremy Lin, but no, that was this, such this, a good this NBA storyline. Like, this was like story, amplified. This is that like was a like great storyline, right? But this was Kawhi uniting an entire country together, right? And it just... It was in the grasp of his hand. You know, it's... And the way the trade happened was just, it blindsided everyone too. You know what I mean? It's not, it was all of it together. The entirety of him signing to the Clippers with Paul George. Yeah, yeah. All that was just so much. I just I wasn't ready. Yeah. That you, you, you know I what it is ready. though? Like, Jimmy, I, I think to your question, it's like, I don't think people are 
upset at the fact that he made the decision to go home because you can't fault him. Like he mm-hmm. he was the like the ultimate professional when he was here. Like he like obligated, like he obliged by his contractual like obligations, whatever. He did everything he he set out to do. I think it was like when the at, like when the decision came out and then the aftermath and the details of the story started coming out and people started seeing it's like oh wait a second like as soon as free agency hit like this guy was out here recruiting Paul George, KD, Kyrie to the Clippers and then like asking Toronto to do all these kind of like crazy like unparalleled kind of But demands. then again these are all stories. You these know? are all stories. No, but, but, I mean, there has to be some truth to some of these, right? And it's like I think more and more as more details were like revealed it kind of showed that Toronto was never really in the mix to bring him back. And I think for me, that was that was where it kind of hurt most is that like, you know, you, like again, I don't fault him for going home, but it's kind of like, to some extent, I feel like he did kind of mislead us to think that, hey, you know what, Toronto, there's a chance that I might be coming back. But when did, when did he say up. that he was, he was misleading anybody? He didn't say he anything, but it. I'm oh, just saying. He never said anything, man. But it was just, it was, so, so then again, then that comes from, your own perspective, thinking we have a chance. We wanted right? him, right? We wanted him. You just want you wanted to believe so hard that we were in the mix, but technically we weren't in the mix. I agree, right? I agree. But if we weren't in the mix from the get go, and it sounded like it was between the Lakers and the Clippers, like why not just like say you it just, up front? So though? you're saying that you, right, right after we won the like mid 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 celebration parade, he's like, hey, by the way, I'm not going to resign back to Toronto. You rather you rather have that. <laughs> You rather do it after. That? Just do it after. I think what it shows, though, it's it shows how much of a business the league is, right? Yeah, it's if true. it was based on emotion, Kawhi, you know, maybe he, we would have been like, okay, be honest with us, right, tell right, us. Right, right, But it's not the way it works, right? This is a business, so. Yeah, but why he, he don't want us, not, man? Yeah. Why don't he love us, man? Why not Toronto, why, man? Why? I get home is great, but if he stayed in Toronto, I think he would have. His career would have hit a legacy. Yeah. Like it would have. It would have done something that's unparalleled for any. Hey, what if he? What if he brings the championship to late, to the Clippers? But I don't they think had the longest like drought of not having a championship. Was it them? They're in there. They're like Wait, fifty years. It's man, just the storyline in Canada is so different, though, man. You had an entire country rally around this okay, guy, and he did it. And he did it. And, and he, he did, did it. it. If he was to sign, though, it's just the fact that he would carry that momentum and he would build a legacy. They would build a statue for this guy. You know, a statue. So he'll just get a statue in, the, you know in, in LA, dude. Right they beside, will give him a statue right beside Kobe, dude. They don't, they don't love him like that there. They ain't going <laughs> to love him like that there. He will not. I'm going to say it right now, dude. man. Like, even if he wins in the Clippers, I think nah, he'll look back. If he wins with Clippers, he's at home. Dude. Like, that's bigger. Steve Ballmer will just, like, hey. Let, they'll let, give him let's, a statue, let's create, man. If he, if let's, create our own, let's create our own uh, stadium. Right? Steve Ballmer yeah. will drop mad money. Do you think you'll see people line up days before games happen? If they're going to be in the finals, yes. Of course. Do you think people will line up days just to get merchandise? It won't, no. It I see what Frankie's saying. I see, I see I what see Frankie's saying. You like, know what I mean? Like, I feel like I've never felt that type of energy ever. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think we've seen in the history of championships in the NBA, as long as I've watched the game, I don't think I've seen a city just celebrate country. as hard as... Like, it's crazy. I've never experienced that, right? And just that energy... I felt like if Kawhi was to stay, it would just. I can't, man. Here, I'm a, it just breaks my Here's heart. a question for you guys. Obviously, we got Kawhi because we we gave up, you know, Demar Derozan for him. Who's going to be remembered longer? So, say ten years down the road, who's going to be remembered as a bigger part of our history, Demar or Kawhi? Kawhi. Ooh, I kind of disagree, He's, man. I think I think Kawhi. without Demar, we would never be here. Like Demar was the he was the building blocks for us to get here. Lamb. Exactly, and like without him, without his efforts, 
we never would have gotten it because you can't you can't underrate that, right? People the, are just gonna remember the championship, like all all, all the all the bandwagoners. They're not gonna know who Demar is. They don't know how much what kind of work he put in. Dude, we drafted him, man. Look at all the look at all these bandwagoners on that parade. That's I say true. like. 60% of those people probably didn't even watch Raptors before this. They probably didn't, like, you know, go, go be there for the Raptors in the dark days, watching Andrea Bargnani, all those people. Oh, Rafael Arujo. Arujo. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Dark days. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Jimmy on this one. I, I think people are going to remember the championship. Like, that's true. It's, it's, it's one thing to remember everyone that's gotten you there to that point, but it's the person that delivers it. People like he was the finals MVP. You're not going to forget the You're finals not gonna MVP. You're going to forget that high yeah. that you had that with yeah. Kawhi. Exactly, right? exactly. Who do you think, Mitch? Kawhi it's or sad. DeMar? I, it's sad, but I think it's going to be Kawhi. Because, like, again, we never, all that stuff you just said, lining up, all that stuff, we never did that for DeMar. That's true. We never did yeah. that. We never did that. I never yeah. waited a day, like hours we don't in care. advance to watch We never care. Yeah. The first thing that happened when he got traded, we were like, DeMar, who? Oof. We're so quick to get rid of you. Were like tomorrow. <laughs> Frankie wouldn't put in his bo- Frankie now? wouldn't put his body and get a tan like that Still to this day, the to this day, did that for Kawhi. That's we'll for life, Jamar. Yo, that's for life, bro, man. I, I was life. literally getting ready to call the doctor, man. It was that bad. Okay, I had to get some specialist scene on this tan I got from that championship parade. But yeah. that just goes to show, right? The impact Kawhi had in our city, in our country. It, it breaks my heart that this happened, but at the end of the day, he signed a three-year, one hundred and three million dollar deal the with max. the Clippers. That's it's not even max. the yeah. max, right? And why did he do it? Because he got his buddy Paul George in there as well. And he opened up some space for them to sign some future picks. And on that, man, that Paul George wink-wink deal to get in there, like, what do you think about that? He essentially got OKC, or sorry, he essentially got the Clippers to give up their entire, what, four years, six years of future picks? Yo, the, 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 the Thunder? Thunder stacked up on first-round picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's worth it, though, right? I mean, if if the Clippers being able to put together Kawhi and Paul George... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you win a championship, it's it's worth it. Right, right. right. It's a no-brainer, right? Like, if you're in the Clippers position, if you have the option of, hey, trading for Paul George with the understanding that, hey, Kawhi will come with it, that's a no-brainer move, right? And for them, you got to give them props. Clippers are set for, what, five years of success coming well, down only the three, line. Uh, again, technically, they're only both signed for three years. Yeah, so. two, two years plus a, a player option. But, I mean, like, these guys... I don't think they would have made the move. I don't think they like PG would have came back, Kawhi would have came back if it, if they were just looking at a two year window. I, I think know. like say it doesn't work out. Right? Yeah, sure. You never say know, injuries man. You happen. Never know. Something yeah. you know, something goes horribly wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. Then is it worth it? No. Like, yeah. would it be worth it? Mm-hmm. Would you still do it knowing that they will leave? Yeah, well, look, looking at what they gave up, right? So Shea Alexander, Danilo Gallinari, and what four first round picks coming up in the future. Yes, that's a haul, but realistically, I think it's a very worth a trade. The two players for Paul George, that's easy. Okay, no, no brainer. Mm-hmm. The four picks that they're going to lose, the first two are, are not really going to be of worth, right? The ones in 2026, those are getting more questionable. Um, looking at it all together, I can't say I can't see how the Clippers lose in this trade. They pull well, together. The fact that they put it together, no, I, of course they won't. But like, if something happens and they don't win, I still think it's worth it, man. They're going to have like. Two and a half, three, maybe three years of incredible seasons. It's gonna be like blockbuster television to see these guys play, mm-hmm. right? So hats off to the Clippers, man. And on OKC, then, dude, what do you guys think? Like, I maybe I think that's a better question to ask. If you're OKC, I'd be pissed. Like, if I'm OKC, the owner, and 
I just lost Paul George. And Russell well, Westbrook. Exactly. What, then you're like, okay, well, now we got to start looking at trading Westbrook because now we've given up everything. We're not going to be competing. If you're that loyal to Westbrook and you're that happy to have him, then it's almost like you want to set him free, you know? Mm-hmm. If you love him, set him free. I was kind of surprised, like though. But when they, traded, like, when they traded away Paul George, I actually thought they would keep the roster the way it is. They picked no, up their Especially No, no, no. Because no, after, after those reports came out saying, oh, they were actually looking to trade Westbrook, like if those reports come through and you, you even thought about trading me, like yeah, our, relationship, our relationship is done. Because then mm. you're like, yo, you even thought about that? Where's the lo- loyalty? Right? You should be. He showed if, them loyalty. If, if there was loyalty, he'd be like, "Hey, we can trade Paul George, but Westbrook is untouchable." But he wasn't, so you know they had to get rid of him, and they had to get they had to switch one one max contract for another max contract. Mm-hmm. But they still got picks too, right? Yeah, like, I mean that's like that's like for those two players, they flipped it with the rebuild, and they're set for life for yeah. for the next decade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's like one of the. I don't know, like I, I can't think of another. Franchise that flipped, you know, two of their superstars for that that much value and that much haul to come back. Yeah, I, I honestly can't think of a better trade than these. You know, the haul that they got back. I can't no. think of anything better than that. Sam Presti played years, his hand really well. He played his hand really, really well. He knew, like, obviously how desperate the Clippers were in order to get Paul Jordan. It's like, you know what? Let me milk this. Let me milk this for as much as I can get. And you're right. Like now they're set. You give up your current timeline. Which you know, to be honest, even with uh, w- once you got rid of Paul George, man, Westbrook himself, he's not getting any younger. Those guys are all you know, like like you said, you got to turn the page now. You got to start looking at rebuilding mode. And Westbrook was that first to go. So, um, I mean, yeah, when, once he made the the shift, it was they're set. Okay, see, set. They're set. Like I can't think of another team in the league that has the amount of assets that they do going forward Whoa, and the ability okay. to rebuild. At let's, this point, let's pump the brakes for a second, right? OKC, right now, they still have Chris Paul on the roster, right? Huge, huge contract. But even if you leave Chris Paul on there, the haul of picks that they got, like, yeah. it's unbelievable. Like, it's unbelievable. It's tough because, okay, I agree that, yes, they have a plethora of picks now, but that still means they have to execute on it, right? And, but the thing know, is, Sam Presti has shown true he can draft. Like, yeah. if there's any GM in the league, that you would trust drafting players, you you have to. I would say Sam Presti has to be near the top. But when I was thinking about it, though, at the end of the day, they had two incredible what top and, ten players, okay, top ten players. Okay, he drafted, and, and they both choked two years in a row to a, uh, to a lower seed. This is like the first round. It, it's tough. Yeah. Be, it's Come tough on, because Frankie. they're both injured. Okay, both had offseason surgery right following the playoffs last year. Chemistry issues, a lot of other things that kind of went on. Like it's it's tough, but given all these picks. How long do you think it'll take them to get two top ten players? Here's, in the okay, on here's the something. So Sam Presti's drafted he was three, three MVPs. MVPs. So like, and these weren't necessarily they weren't locks to be MVPs, right? Maybe Durant, everyone kind of knew, but Westbrook wasn't mm-hmm. known to be like, oh, he's a future MVP, or James Harden wasn't that, and he drafted them, right? So if, again, if there's anyone that I trust drafting and finding those types of players, I would trust Sam Presti. But I still think it's not. You can't assume that. Hey given this massive haul, that you're going to be able to bring two top 10 players on the same team. Well, you're not, we're not saying that, right? But for what what, what was going to happen and what they got back in return, because usually when you're training a superstar, you're not going to get that value back. But for what they got, I don't know. 
they got more for Paul George for what they actually traded for Paul George in the first place. True. Right? Yeah, when true. They, when yeah. they they traded like a you know Depot, Depot. and some and like mm, Sabonis whatever, yeah. and they got back, you know. Well, Paul George was S- questionable then, right? SGA, SGA yeah. is really good. He's solid. Yeah. He's solid. Like, okay, to be fair, I think OKC, you're right. I agree. They, they have a bright future ahead of them. But I don't know if they'll ever be able to bring two top 10 players in their prime together on a team. But they have. That's all I'm saying. Like, they have done that. They've, they've drafted three MVPs. Like, but that's it took insane. them time to develop, right? And so that's why it's kind of thing is tough. So we'll see. But on that note, if you're Houston, what do you think of pulling off that trade? Getting rid of CP3? For Russell Westbrook, I think that, that so, was kind of shocking. So for me. me, I'm like, at first I was like, okay, it's kind of confusing because it's almost like it's not necessarily going to put them over the top to win a title. But when you look at it as Russell Westbrook's four years younger than Chris Paul, mm-hmm. and he's obviously much more athletic, he's much more of a you know, Westbrook's the type of guy that you can throw the ball to and he's going to make plays. Chris Paul showed that he couldn't do that mm-hmm. anymore in the playoffs. So that's why I'm like, you know what? It makes sense for Houston because they know that with the West getting as strong as they did in the summer, this was really their only move that they could make that could get rid of CP3 and bring in someone who's going to be better than than CP3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that move. I really did. Like, I, I think like, because when, when, when we knew that Westbrook was out on the market, there were only a, a handful of teams that re- could really make a, a, a feasible kind of deal towards him. Like we knew Washington was trying to dangle John Wall, but ain't nobody want John Wall. And it's like once Rockets were able to unload CP3 and bring in you know, an MVP caliber player in Westbrook in his prime to pair with Harden, that like if you look at that that backcourt, man, that's an athletic, fast, strong, dynamic backcourt. Probably court. the top one of like what top backcourt in the league. Oh, easily, easily. Yeah, but, but what? Easily. Hey, hey, hey! Pump the brakes for a second. There's only one ball. Okay. Yo, but don't matter. Don't matter. It was there was only one ball between Harden and CP3. There's so like the thing is, you put those two at the core. There's so much that D'Antoni can do. Now you surround him with shooters. You already got like Eric Gordon. You already got Gerald Green. Like you can bring in shooters that can that can sp- space the floor for him. And you already got the bigs. You got Clint Capella, and then they also picked up Tyson Chandler. So like, I think. In terms of pieces right now, they have a lot of good pieces. Maybe you don't play, you play one of them off the ball. It's either Harden or Westbrook, right? And these guys are both, you know, they have great, like, super high basketball IQ. They've, you know, they haven't won a championship level, but they're MVP caliber players. They're going to figure it out. Like, that starting lineup is scary. Like, oh, it's so scary. Like, Westbrook's going to be everywhere. Like, we already know that Westbrook is, you know, highest motor in the league. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to be bringing that, and then you still have PJ Tucker, you still have. James Harden mm-hmm. s- just scoring from everywhere, like it's gonna, they're gonna be tough. Imagine those fast breaks, man. Like Westbrook bringing it up, you got Harden on the wing or vice versa. Like that's that's a scary duel coming at you. Yeah, I got I gotta agree with uh, Ben. You know, I from all the previous previous episodes, I'm not I'm not high on on CP3 at all with that contract at all. So with what they did to flip his contract for Westbrook. It's a beautiful, no it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's a no beautiful brainer. thing. Even even if you think it doesn't work on paper, it's still better than what CP3 and Harden can go through. What like you've already seen? What two three years with that? They gave up picks though, right? What, they gave up a lot of picks. Yeah, two swap, two swaps. I think two, two swaps, swaps, but I think also like two or, th- or at least like I think it's like three first round picks, yeah. three or four. Yeah. Hey, those picks are worth it when you don't have to pay a 30, 37, 38 year old. CP3, $40 million. Injury prone. Exactly. Exactly. What's he gonna, he's probably going to set out like 40, 50 games when he's 30, 37 and he'll probably come through 
And, you know, if if you're out of the playoffs, he'll just sit out the rest of the season. And is it, that's just another $40 million off on your book. So, I, honestly, man, these trades just buckled, just changed the dynamics of the league. We just talked about the Clippers becoming a new possible dynasty. Now with Houston shaping it up for, wow, this is going to be an incredible run. Another team that kind of shaped it up out of nowhere was the Brooklyn Nets with the dual signing of Kevin Durant and the trade for, or actually no, and the, actually no, and the trade for Kyrie Irving. This, we kind of, I feel like we've had like rumors and glimpses over the entire no, year. I didn't see this. There were rumors. No, there were definitely rumors. I thought to the Knicks. I th- everything was pointing to the Knicks. And Knicks, then out of Nets, nowhere, Brooklyn the was Nets. there too. Brooklyn was always I, there. Yeah, I guess. I, I feel like this, is, yo, you know what this is? Because like, I, I think like this, we're talking about like surprises of the offseason. This to me was right up there with Kawhi. Like, it was. Kawhi, it Kawhi was. was heartbreaking. And then this one, I, I didn't see them like teaming up in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. but I feel like they only did that because they hate James Dolan so much. Like, I think it's at the point where the Knicks, it's just like, even if players want to join the, the Knicks or they don't want to go to New York, they want to avoid the Knicks because of James Dolan. Yo, you can't but, trust him. You can't, you can't trust him to make the right decisions, right? Yeah. Yo, but look at the logistics of this deal, okay? They signed Kevin Durant to a four year, $164 million deal and Kyrie to four years, 142. In that, they also traded D'Angelo Russell out to the Warriors. But if you look at the... Don't forget, uh, they got DeAndre. DeAndre Jordan as well. Yep. Four years, 40. Yep. But if you look at that Brooklyn roster right now, like I know they're not healthy, but if they Katie's out next year. Yeah, for sure. But if they're healthy, that is a dangerous team to face. See, to me, like I think Kyrie's going to be great for for Brooklyn. I mean, he was great his first season with the Celtics, right? Before everything kind of imploded. But to me, I think... People are maybe overlooking how big of a risk that KD injury was. I mean, when we look at Achilles injuries, no one's come back at a level that, you know, can KD come back at the same level that he was? I don't, I personally don't think so. You, we saw Cousins. Cousins could barely run up the floor now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, obviously, he's he's di- obviously very there. different body types. But again, no one, I think everyone's just overlooking how risky that is. And I don't know. I, I don't. If we keep we keep saying if with KD, right? If he's healthy, they're going to be great. If true, it's such a that's a huge, huge if that no one has ever really shown that they can get back hundred percent from. Yeah, but even if you take out the ifs, right? You got man, Kyrie Irving at the one, Karis LeVert at the two, Joe Harris, solid shooter at the three. They, just, they got Torian Prince as well and DeAndre Jordan, and their bench is solid. They got Jared Allen in the back, Spencer Dinwiddie, Garrett Temple. Is that you, a championship team though? Without Kevin Durant, no. But with Kevin Durant, yes. Like, they're, they're finals bound with Kevin Durant healthy. Knowing wh- all the other teams at the top of the NBA. Like I, I on the East, though. Again, this is on the East. I would put Sixers, even with KD healthy, I would put the Sixers above them still. Hey, man, the, the, the Nets took two games. Was it two games? Or from one home. game from Sixers. Yeah, two games. And, yeah, but but Embiid was like so unhealthy. But still, they took two games with, with just, you know, uh, you know, d- D'Angelo. But D'Angelo. D'Angelo right? was the was the. But now you you get Kyrie and and KD as your closer. But the thing is, with this uh, with this trade and the Nets, it's basically we have to put a pause on this like potentially what this team can do because we have to basically have to wait one whole year mm-hmm. just to yeah. see what mm-hmm. you know what they can do. You know, Kyrie integrates himself for a year, builds that chemistry, or maybe ruins that chemistry. Who knows, right? Mm-hmm. And then now and then we have to wait for Kevin Durant. See, big question mark on. His health. Yeah. Honestly, I'm really surprised Kyrie was willing to commit to this because you have essentially a gap year with Kevin Durant out. 
I don't know if it's worth it for them to really go for broken like you know like swing for the fences when but you don't have. Did one he of have the best other options though? Where would he How go? Are you gonna win Where would he go? He could have went to the Lakers. He's he from Brooklyn, though. He's from Brooklyn. He wanted to go home too. I guess, man. But it's just—it was really surprising to see this team up, especially given the fact that Kevin Durant's going to be sitting for an entire year. Right? There's so many it's questions. A year marks. basically wasted for Kyrie. Exactly. That's. But he's still young shocking. enough that like he can still develop because like he's still entering his prime, right? Like, and I think Mitch to your to your uh, question about how good is KD going to be when he comes back? I think it's it's not realistic. To expect him to come back at 100% after Achilles. It's not realistic mm-hmm. for any player, but like I think a, a, a player in, with his kind of frame, he's like, he's slim, he doesn't have a lot of weight, you know, that's gonna be putting on the Achilles. I think he can even come back at like 80%, 80, 85%. But that's still worth like a max player. Like, in, no, in the but NBA. The thing no one's is, saying he's not worth it. Yeah. I'm just saying how risky it is, right? Oh, it's and, risky. And it's risky. Is, and the thing is, too, it's like everyone also says from an Achilles injury, it takes you at least two years mm-hmm. before you're good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now you're two years into that contract. And he'll and be, what, 32? I think 31, 32. 32. Yeah. yeah, and like, yeah. again, and, and as much as I'm also like, okay, Katie's so tall, he could just shoot over people. The other thing that was so good about Katie is that he was so He was quick. so athletic. Yeah. He was underrated athleticism, man. Like, it's Some a different po- type of athleticism, Dude, the right? poster dunks he had? Unreal. And the fact that he's so quick laterally, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, those are types of things where people don't necessarily look at it and be like, oh, well, he can shoot over them. Right. He he was so good because he could do all those other mm-hmm. things. But I think partly that was kind of his thinking when he paired up with Kyrie, right? Like, it's to alleviate a lot of that kind of scoring pressure because you got Kyrie that's a magician on the ball. He's going to be a playmaker. He's going he's gonna to drive and kick. And it's like he's hoping that, you know, he, he's looking at, uh, you know, Brooklyn Nets, their young core you talked about Dinwiddie, Jared Allen. There's a, there's a lot of talent there. There's Yo, a lot there's of potential. solid shooters, man. This is one of the deeper teams with solid shooting. Yeah. And Jared Allen is underrated. Mm-hmm. Yo, Jared Allen, young like young big man, like they they are on the up. They are on the up. Do you think that KD though going to the Nets is that a better situation than what he left at the Warriors? <sighs> hell no. From so, a, from a basketball perspective, hell no. Yeah. But from um personality and kind of you talk about like that that you know, getting rid of all those distractions that Katie was talking about. This is this is a hundred percent the better yeah. move for him. Like it's a personality fit. Mm-hmm. It's a character fit. Um, this isn't New York. Like this isn't the Knicks. So like you know still that New York. It's still Brooklyn. It still New is, York. but it's kind of like the younger brother yeah. of the Knicks, right? Yo, so. but but on that note, man, like leaving Golden State, you can't say he's in a better situation because Golden State was crafted for him, right? Mm-hmm. Like the the system, the team, it was. I think we'll always remember Golden State as one of those teams that it was like it was hacked. It was too good to be true, right? And it's sad that I feel like a part of me is kind of sad that that era has ended because we saw one of the best basketball teams ever assembled. I don't know if we'll ever see a team better than that. Like when they were, I don't think we will either. No, I don't was, think we that ever was a will. dynasty, man. Right? Like, dynasty. I don't think we'll ever see a team that's better than what the Golden State Warriors were in the past three years. Um, and it breaks my heart that it took an Achilles injury and an ACL injury for it to spark this change because without it. I don't know if it would have been the same. I don't, I don't know if it would have been the same. So wait, so you're telling me that if he never got injured, he would have stayed in uh, Maybe. What, in if Golden State? what if they why won? What if they won again? No. Why would you leave? Okay. Do you think why he's would, leaving no matter what? Yeah. <laughs> you can't why, use that. Why don't he want Why would he leave? Nah. If they, you know, if they won the championship, come on. No, you can't use that. It's been done. Not anymore. It's been done. No, because straight up, if you look at kind of that, especially that second half of the season. There was a growing kind of tension between Draymond and KD. And True. it was prevalent. Like, True. within the locker rooms, like, you could tell there was drama, there was distraction. And just the whole media was kind of amplifying it. But you could tell that 
he was ready to check out, man. But yo, you can't tell me that is not the greatest team. Oh yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It was, but I'm just saying. I think Kyrie. I think KD's heart was already out of there, man. No, I agree. He needed to change the scenery. Yeah, yeah. he needed to change the scenery, and now this is his team, right? Like this. Like, is this his team? Well. It's, I would say so. It would more so, right? Like the the ownership. When he plays, when he plays, when yeah. he plays. <laughs> right? There's more ownership on him on the success of this team. I feel like whenever he won on Golden State, it's always like, yo, this team already did it. They were already 73 well, I mean, nine. The, I mean, the media was was there putting that wedge in between. It's like, yeah. hey, um, you know. You're joining well, a 73 and 9 team. It's, you know, the Warriors plus KD. Yeah. Or, you know, you know, Steph Curry is Steph Curry's team plus KD. It's never... He was part of the team. He's always mm-hmm. plus, you know, yeah. the, and they added Katie. Yeah. And they did this. Like, they, he was never, when they ever talk about winning or whatever, they, never, they would never include, or the way they phrase it, they would never include KD, right? Yeah. And he'd always, that one interview was like, it's, we did this. You know, this is, you know, this is us. You know, he had to correct them. Yeah, true. I, I honestly think that because Kyrie is going to have an extra year on KD, it's going to be Kyrie's team. And then you're probably going to start seeing the same types of things that he that we saw in Golden State. Yeah, you tell me he's gonna re- he's gonna repeat the darkness. You tell me. But I, I think, think they're like, really good friends though. Like I don't think I don't think KD. I mean, sorry, Kyrie was that good of friends with anybody on Boston. He wasn't. I don't oh, think he, he was. was. But he's yeah. really good friends with with KD. Which but, I didn't know they're that good of a friend. But like, this is the thing, right? I I still think that if if say you had a friend and you like you just can't you you know you're not on their team necessarily you're on their team but you're not doing anything to contribute to anything for at least a year and then you come back and now it's like oh it's my it was always my team but you never contributed anything in the first place but but i feel like there's gonna be a lot that katie's gonna be doing on the sidelines like in terms of a leadership role on the team that we're not gonna see like because like brooklyn itself is still a young team like he him and Kyrie are gonna be the leaders right so Kyrie showed how great a leader he is with Boston. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Regardless of what we can Can't say leave about them youngins, Kyrie, man. can't leave him youngins. Don't Kate, know how to yeah. win. I You'll think he's gonna have a really good first season because he needs to prove that. Hey, like Boston, that was an anomaly. That wasn't my fault. Yeah. yeah. Right. So on to what wasn't his fault. The Boston Celtics, what unloaded Kyrie Irving, but in return they got a new young superstar in Kemba Walker, coming out of the Charlotte Hornets. Now that. Honestly, it was not that surprising, but they also lost Al Horford as well. What do you guys think of the new look Boston Celtics? And they picked up Ennis Cantor. Yo, how you going to sleep Ennis on Cantor? Ennis Cantor, all right. All right, yo, listen, Ennis. that's low-key. Ennis. Ennis. Listen, that's low-key underrated, okay? To be fair, I think they'll Wait, actually be a solid team. Cantor or Kemba? Cantor don't is say Cantor. I think oh Cantor God. is don't underrated. Don't say Cantor. Dude, he will put up some big minutes. He puts up numbers, but he's, he doesn't contribute to winning. Dude, he can't come to Canada when he plays, dude. He doesn't okay. contribute. That's, that's two games he can't oh, come yeah. to Canada. <laughs> All right, guys. So tell me this, game. What do you think of the New York Celtics, right? Wait, like, what if we face him in the playoffs? Yeah, you can't what come. He can't stop coming? He can't come. Yo, they're just smuggling him in, yo. Just smuggle him in, yo. And then we see him on TV. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I think when you talk about Boston, like, for, for a team that knew they were going to lose Kyrie, like, Kemba Walker was the next best, like, next best thing they could have gotten. And I think they were they got super lucky in that they locked him up, uh, and then again losing Al Horford, the next best thing. I, I think that's a big that's that's like, like, no, So no, you're I, filling you're filling voids that essentially well, were gone. I, I, I honestly think Kemba Walker is gonna do really well. Yeah, I think so Dude, too. He's gonna go he's, off. He's even though like you know like Boston has you know they lost a lot of pieces. He's upgrading from Jeremy Lamb and that's Nick true. Batum. That's true. Come on. Now you, you have Jalen Brown, you have you have Jason Gordon Taylor, Hayward, Jason Gordon Hayward. 
You have all these people. You put realistic. Okay, okay, look at this lineup right now. They're starting lineup: Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum, and Enos Cantor at the five. Okay, realistically, Bro, say his name right. Yo, don't Enos. matter. It don't matter. Yo, but There's real, no real talk though. though. There's no defense though. Are yeah, they, I don't think they're going to be that good. They, they're, they're they'll playoff be, bound. They're be, playoff they'll bound. They'll be in the middle of the pack, you know, yeah. like, like around with the, with the Pacers, basically. Exactly. I think I think they're not even as good as the Pacers because Pacers at least have a young superstar that's getting better. What? what? Pa- Yo, Oladipo is better Walker? than Kemba Walker. Okay, what? Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. I think Oladipo. If, if he comes back healthy, he's better than both of them. That injury Dude. that Oladipo had was how, you know, do, how can you put crippling. more 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 value on Oladipo coming from a major injury? That's such a bad than, injury. Than Kemba Walker, where he's not even injured at Kemba all. Kemba was like playing like <laughs> an he MVP. Just, he just had a career half. year, and you're you telling think me I had no size on this team though, right? And I, I just that's not what we're talking about though. You're I, telling me Oladipo coming back from a major injury is going to have more impact. I think the Pacers are a solid team. I think they're better constructed than the Boston mm. Celtics. I think I the Boston disagree. Celtics are first round, at best, second round. So exit. here's the thing. I disagree with, just same because... With the, same with the Pacers, dude. Yeah. I, so I, I disagree because I think Gordon Hayward, I think that injury, people expected way too much. Mm-hmm. Come, first True. season coming back. Agreed. True. That's now another full year where he's, he's recovering from that ankle injury. True. Kemba Walker was playing at an MVP level for the first part of last season. On an empty team, though. On an empty team, but he was still putting up actually good numbers. And it wasn't just, like, inefficient chucking up shots. He was actually playing well. Like, you put any other player on that team that was actually can do something, Hornets would have been a much better team. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you have another year of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum developing. The biggest thing I see is that loss of Al Horford. I think Mm -hmm. that's going to be huge. Like Al Horford was huge for their defense. I think they're going to their offense too. Like he was yeah. controlling the pace. Like Kyrie Irving was not really a. That's a the true biggest thing that I see is like that's what, where their biggest issue is. But mm-hmm. I think that that the addition of Kemba is just going to be huge for that team. Yeah, Kyrie was such a, like I think it's probably going to come out at some point where Kyrie's influence on that team and the turmoil that he caused was so so underrated. That locker room was so toxic, man. So toxic. But I, I agree with you, uh, Mitch, and I think like. And same, same with what Jimmy was saying. I think we're poised to see, like, Kemba Walker go off this year. Like, th- this to me kind of reminds me of, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it, yo. The Isaiah oh. Thomas Boston Celtics, man. And that, and that this, this is a system that's set up for him to thrive. Right? It is, now, right? It, it is. It is. It is, because he's going to have free reign. He's going to have the ball in his hands. He's going to go off. He's going to run pick and rolls yo, with, with yo, Ben. Ben's like that meme where it says nobody. <laughs> and then Ben's like, yo, but Isaiah Thomas, though? Yo, Isaiah <laughs> Thomas, though. Yo, where is Isaiah Thomas, though? Real question. Washington. 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 Yo, he's replacing your boy John Wall, yo. You got paid, right? Yo, he's got, he's got one year. One he got paid year. a salary. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the league, yo. He's in the league. No, but sure, no, I think Kevin Walker, we're going to see him drop a bunch of 60-point games, man. I'm calling it right Whoa. now. What? Whoa. I think he's going to go off. Whoa, chill. 60? Right. 60? Yeah. 60? He Bro, dropped a bunch 60. of 60-point games. He dropped one. He dropped one. Yo, free reign, yo. Well, he dropped one. He's right. got green light. Green light. We'll but see, man. Like, honestly, on that note, I do think the Celtics, they're probably going to be bottom four in the East. With bottom maybe, four. Oh, sorry. Like in terms of sorry, in terms of the playoff bracket, in terms oh, of the okay. bottom four in the playoff bracket, it might make some splash, but I really don't think they're going to be in. The, like they're not, play, they're not finals bound, right? They're not one of those teams that are going to be at the top echelon. So we'll see how they shake up. You, um, you know what? Te- one of the teams that will be finals bound is what you got, Ben. The Los Angeles Lakers, man. The like, Los how, Angeles. How do we Lakers. go so long without talking about the Lakers picking up AD, Danny Green? 
Boogie Cousins. Yo, Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley. Low-key underrated. Yo, um, what was it? Space Jam (laughs) specialist, Jared Dudley. uh, Wait, he's in Space Jam? He, he's like, they, have you seen those memes? Like to compare him with the um the ball guy from Space Jam was. <laughs> oh the ball. Yeah, I look the same. Omar Omar Yo, but no, I to a cartoon character. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, but to what Ben was talking about, man, AD trade was one of the most worst kept secrets in the league. For it to happen in the off season, I think it was just, dude. They finally let him loose. <laughs> that being said, man, yo, the Lakers next year, arguably. They have two of the top three players in the league. LeBron, AD, top three. Without With KD injured, I think it's it's pretty clear, man. Two of the top three players in the league next top year. Top five. Top five. I'll top say five. top Who five. Who else is up in that Kawhi? top three? Kawhi? Kawhi? That's what I'm saying. That's it. Kawhi. Kawhi Steph? I don't think Steph Kawhi. is at that same level, man. Not at the same level as... Disagree. If anything, Giannis. Disagree. <laughs> if if <laughs> anything, Harden. Yeah. I disagree. Oh my God. Giannis, you can't, say top you can't two, top ten. Giannis. No. Top Dude. five. LeBron is no longer Frankie. the top. LeBron serious? is still the are best. You seriously, are you seriously forgetting about the unanimous MVP, Steph Curry, that put up 402 three-pointers but in one single season? that's a function of the system. That's a function of the system. Okay, now... What? A function of the system. 100%. Now, now that there's no clay... No KD. He ain't getting 400 threes. He needed... He's getting 500 threes. <laughs> Bro, he needed Clay. He needed Clay to hey, get those 400 Frankie, threes. Wait, well, uh, did the Lakers make the playoffs? Last they year? didn't need to play the play. They were, re- they were wait, waiting for this. The they were remember. waiting for this. Straight up. I, okay, like, no lie, guys, man. If you look at what they are now, the Lakers are a legit team. They have... Oh, 100%. They are. They are. 100%. Like, like, let's be real, man. Like, last year was just a wash in preparation for I bet they're bottom four. Get what? out of here, bro! Yeah, no, yeah, no. I don't think so. I don't think someone's so. getting injured. Someone's getting it injured. It doesn't matter where what they finish. Mean? No, I agree. It doesn't matter. They might be bottom four yeah. in, in terms of playoff seeding, but it doesn't matter because they are finals bound. Like it doesn't matter where they're seat, where they're seated, because they're a playoff oriented team. <laughs> I was like, just get me there, boy. Yeah, just get me seriously, there. Seriously, though, right? Like the Lakers, whatever it takes. They're not playing for seating. They're playing to get into the playoffs, and from there, it doesn't matter who they're facing. Yeah, this is gonna I be. I don't know if it means that. Okay, I agree that they're a team that you never want to face in the playoffs. You don't exactly. Because it's LeBron James. Like LeBron James, will, you don't want to face it. But I mean, okay, you put them against the Clippers. Who's gonna win? I think they'll kill the Clippers. Wow. Dude. Wow. Let me see what. Let me see what Frankie's drinking. Right now. <laughs> yeah, what you smoking? I Frankie? think you guys are forgetting, man. Anthony Davis. No, I was he almost single-handedly reverse swept the Pelicans or sorry the the Portland Trailblazers the year before? How do you guys forget LeBron James? No, you, they you took know. a one-year rest. I think LeBron James is he's going to have a career season. Like after taking the entire playoffs off, dude, it don't matter. 34? He took the this is the how how dude, long he's was not that? even off season. He's 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 making a movie, dude. <laughs> he's resting. He's, no, he's Space Jam Two, yo, with Jared Dudley. Taco <laughs> Tuesday, man. <laughs> What kind of thing is he doing for the dude, offseason? He's, he's rest- Yo, this is like first time in what, eight years? He hasn't been to the finals. First yeah, time he's, he's gonna in, in eight in, years. He's gonna out of shape. No. Guaranteed. Bro, he's going to shape. be fresh. This nah. man is going to be fresh. Nah, nah, he's going to nah. educate AD, and I think we're going to see a dynasty. I think like... Whoa, 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 whoa. A dynasty? I think we'll see a dynasty. You, you know AD hasn't even committed beyond this. You will, man. You, you, come on, man. You tell me you they trade that, all that right? for one year of AD. There's no way that's happening, okay? Yeah, if they fucking suck. Yo, <laughs> AD is signing back. Guaranteed. 
Indeed. But here's the thing with AD. Like, AD is amazing. He's probably going to go down as one of the best big men in history. But where has he taken his team? Like, see, like realistically, as the best player on his he team, he hasn't had being a solid force team. Fed everything. He hasn't had a solid team, and he reverse swept the Trailblazers the year before. He they had only a team. Lost. He, I'm not saying that he had they the best the team, Warriors. but yeah, he had a team. You can't blame was him. It him to the or was it uh, what, Drew? Yo, Don't Drew? give Drew. Yo, listen, Drew was good, but <laughs> was he? Def- was were they were they defending Dame Lillard and McCollum? He, he, he was shutting them all down in the paint. He was shutting them down. If you watch, listen, trust. He was trust. up there with the, house, the, with the full court press. AD is doing everything. This guy is a point guard yeah, at AD's heart. AD's great. AD's great. All I'm saying is, I don't think this guy even watches Pelicans. Yo, you guys <laughs> don't watch basketball, bro. Y'all don't watch yo, how basketball. How many games you watch? How many? No, all right. So, yo, huh? So, let's bring this all back. Let's bring this all back. You know, obviously, there's a lot of emotion involved. Look but, at that roster, man. But I, I think that's where the, the answer lies is that like it's beyond LeBron and AD you look at the supporting cast right we talked about not only did they add all those players they're still bringing back Rajon Rondo they're bringing back KCP they're bringing back JaVale McGee dude these are these all people the, no, okay. but, but the thing is so they took the team that they had last year they added AD and now they're adding a bunch of shooters did you, which, wait, which, were, which were the weaknesses did you like did you like the young core Last year, or do you like their supporting cast this, this year? I like the supporting this cast. This year, I like, the core, I like the okay in terms of just supporting cast of the stars. Yeah, I like last year's team better. Like Ingram is a better player he, than do that Green. blood clots. Do that blood clots. Okay, so you're gonna call okay. You can't. He's injured. You can't. You can't put that against him. Like I would rather have Lonzo Ball than Rajon Rondo. No, but okay. Look, I think now with this, look at this lineup. LeBron James at the one, Danny Green at the two, Kyle Kuzma, Anthony Davis, DeMarcus Cousins. Off the bench, you got Rajon Rondo, Avery Bradley, KCP, Jared Dudley, JaVale McGee, and they also got Quinn Cook. Like, they Wait, are a solid... When you're taking to Quinn Cook and you're saying that this is a reason why this team is Quinn deep, Cook is come good, on, man. Don't, let, let, let's be real. Let's be real. So, right? so I think... I think Their bench is shit. So I think the difference between last year's core and this year's core is that I think last year's... like. You had LeBron as the like the number one spot. After him, there was no real like clear like hierarchy in terms of like who's going to be a second. Is it going to be Ingram? Is it going to be Kuzma? Is it going to be Lonzo Ball? But you look at the team that's here now. There's a clear cut order. You got LeBron, AD at the top, and then everybody else is a role player. Yo, right? Kyle Kuzma's Danny, underrated. Yeah. Danny Green's a contributor. Yeah, Avery Bradley yeah, shut down defenders. Season. So it's like I I think right now they've. They've built a better team than last year. Last year was kind of like a bunch of random pieces. Let's just like run with it. I, w- see how I it wish goes. they. You know what? The, you know what their their biggest mistake was holding off on the Kawhi Leonard sweepstakes, and they lost on all the potential, all they the could've. other uh, key role players they could have signed. All the, like that's true. Like the Knicks true? signed a lot of good role players that they could have mm. used. They could have. They could. They could have easily grabbed um, Brogdon. Oh, they could have yeah. easily yeah. grabbed you know someone like say Kyle Korver. Mm-hmm. They could have used him too. All so, these three point shootings that that would have been w- way better options. Yeah. No, and Jimmy, I think you're bang on, man. And I think at trade deadline you'll see moves. Like I don't think the Lakers are done yet. I'm pretty sure you'll see a move even before the season starts, dude. You're still, you, know, you know, just like LeBron fashion, like half that team that we see now probably gone by the probably, by, by, by trade deadline. But to be fair, right? Like I think he'll make it work. I think with the timeline now, with the talent they have now, with AD and Anthony Davis, yeah. they're not going to waste their time. So I, I do think they're going to pull. At out least some, like they went back home. to the formula of. 
what makes LeBron successful? Like, put more shooters around him. They did get more shooters than, than last year. Yo, but is this not the best big man pairing LeBron's ever had? Like oh, Kevin yeah, Love, sure. Chris Bosh. Anthony Davis is the best form. You, Shaquille O'Neal. Come on, yeah. How, yo, how you gonna come see on, you son. Yo, yo, come on, man. Yo, but realistically, go? this is the best pairing LeBron's ever had. Yeah, agreed. In his prime, going into his prime. In his the only prime. thing, though, is yeah. that... Joel, Joel Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> The only thing is that when you look at, say, like the Raptors, the Raptors won the championship, and the reason why they won the championship is because of their depth. Mm-hmm. When you look at the Lakers, you know, you're bringing in someone like a JaVale McGee, Rajon Rondo as depth piece. Like, they can be good They're for a few games, but can you rely on them? Are they like a Fred Van Vliet reliable? No. Mitchell. They're definitely, they're, they're not. Mitchell. Rajon Rondo. At this point in their careers, they're not. Yeah. NBA Wait. champ. At JaVale this point McGee. in their careers, they NBA are not champ. the same level as the, the type sure. of contributor off the bench that they need. I don't who, know if I your, agree with that. Who's your sixth man? Six, Avery Bradley you, is a good sixth man. Avery Bradley is not. Avery no, Bradley was, a good he was invisible last year. He, I think given the bright motivation, he's a good 3 and D player. Right? And that's exactly what they need, 3 and D players. Rajon Rondo is really underrated. I think no matter what they're, you know. Rajon like, Rondo played I mean, like 20 games last year. He could, Yo, he Danny back. Green was a huge pickup for them. But he's the starter. Like, he's the starter, right? Yeah. Like, and I think they'll get more. They still have space, and they will make a trade. Again, I'm not saying that the deadline. Lakers aren't going to be a good team in the playoffs. All I'm saying is that when it comes to competing for a championship, you need to have depth. Okay, even given them but, right but, now. But, but Mitch, you also need stars. And, you need and stars. This is yeah, what, this is what the is, Lakers have, though. The thing is, like you know, the the age of having three, like a big three, blah, it's, mm-hmm. it's done. It's, it's done. We don't yeah. need, we don't yeah. duels. Look, now it's all duels. It's either duels or just have one superstar and just have like all death pieces. All right? death pieces that are high, that are higher. Look, look at the Raptors. Yeah, exactly. You had only Kawhi Leonard that people could say is, that's a superstar. Only Kawhi Mitchell. I thought you had the best Raptor of all time. Well, yeah. he does. <laughs> yeah. Let's be real. Like he does. He's an all star, not okay, superstar. So let's close this up with the Lakers, okay? Do you think right now? I'm gonna call it right now. They're gonna make the West Finals. Given this roster, they will make the West Finals. What you got? I'd rather have the Clippers. I'd say Clippers are better. I'd say Houston is. I would rely on Houston to make the West over the Lakers. I would even say like I would say Denver is gonna be really good. Jazz, the Jazz are gonna be really good. Ah man, I don't think Jazz will be better. When you look at their depth and you compare it to the Lakers, it's such a different level. Yo, Magic Mitch, what, what type of <laughs> shrooms are you on, man? This is Again, LeBron not, and AD on the same but team. But like we just said, right? Like, depth wins over stars at this point. You need the stars, yes. And then I'm not arguing that I think they have AD enough and LeBron are obviously top two top ten players. But all I'm saying is that when you look past that, there's not a lot. Mitch, the, the one team I'll give you that I think is going to be right up there along with the Lakers is the Clippers. Because I think that, like, with Kawhi... PG and like that team that they had with like so you're saying Beverly, Lewell, so yeah. So you're saying Lakers are are a, sec- are a second seed in the West? I th- no, I, I, I don't think they're a second seed. I, I don't know if they will be second seed. I think they'll finish top four in regular season. The Lakers will, but if we're talking about playoffs, I think in terms of fighting for the the uh, the Western Conference Finals, it's going to be Clippers and Lakers are going to be in that mix. I think it's going to be pretty close. Imagine if they're like they don't even have to like if they're playing each other in the playoffs. They don't have to move. Like, yeah, West, yo, move, Western yo, Conference Finals. <laughs> yeah, what a no t- home court. What a time to live in LA. Yo, I wouldn't be surprised, eh? Like Clippers versus Lakers Finals. West. Yeah. That's not surprising. I could be at in all. there. Because mm-hmm. honestly, I don't think oh, I don't you think he's ready. Travel, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that was great, man. Whew. But yeah, honestly, guys, 
that changed it up, man. These Lakers or these LA teams are going to be incredible to watch next year. What else changed on the West End? What else well, changed on the West you know, End? Jimmy mentioned the Jazz. Whoop! Like, mm-hmm. I think that, I mean, there are people definitely that are choosing them to be, you know, one of the top teams in the West. But the moves that they made, like, you got rid of Rubio, whose biggest weakness is their shooting. And we saw in the playoffs, like, outside of Donovan Mitchell, they had no one else who could create their shot. Or they had no one else who could create a shot for anyone else. You add in Mike Conley. You add in Boyan Bogdanovich. He's good. Like, mm-hmm. like and you still keep Gobert. You keep Ingles. You keep mm-hmm. all these depth pieces. And you just add more. True. Wait, yeah. which, which Bogdanovich? The one from Indiana. Oh, Indiana. Yeah, 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 he's so good. So to recap, good. they're starting lineup now. You got Mike Connolly, Donovan Mitchell, Joe Ingles, Bojan, Bojan Bogdanovich. You can't play the four. He's, yeah, he's stretch four. He's just a stretch four. It's kind of small. A little bit undersized. And then when you have Gobert. And Gobert to help out, right? So that's a solid starting five. But when I look at their bench, this is when it's kind of running thin, right? You got Emmanuel Moutier coming off the bench and Ed Davis and Jeff Green. Ed Davis was severely underrated. Like that that loss or like Brooklyn lost Ed Davis. Like that's that's a big loss. Yo, Mitchell, you just said JaVale McGee was soft, they have man. Depth, like, man. I would oh. rather, they have depth. You're saying that you would rather have JaVale I'd rather take Davis? JaVale over Ed Davis. I would take JaVale. JaVale McGee is an NBA champion. NBA champ. Sure. Same, same with uh, Swaggy P, but... What's that mean? What's that mean? JR is an NBA champ. Okay, but realistically, think, you look at this bench, okay, I don't think they're like, deep at all. When you look at that team, okay, Jeff Green is like your eighth man. Jeff Green's a pretty good player for an eighth person off the bench. Utah's Yo, deep, man. The Jazz. Deep, man, really I think at, at best, you would say that they're fourth seed. Uh, at best, at best, uh, yeah, I, I'd see I'll them fight at best. Like I'd it could be top two team it, I in, no. in the West in the regular season. Uh, I pump the oh. yo, Mitchell, Mitchell's hot. Oh. Mitchell, yo, yo, Magic so Mitchell. Stacked, man. They could be. West All I'm saying stacked. is that they could be. Right, you have a defensive I mean, player. Of the year. And, and, you know, no, but you have a defensive the player. Could be the first top. They could be too, right? <laughs> Gobert is defensive player of the year. Okay, you have Wait, Donovan, on, another on. year of Donovan Mitchell. But you just said you got the Lakers up there. You got the Clippers. I never said I had the Lakers up the there. Ro- okay, fine. I you never got the Rockets. The Rockets aren't you up there. The de- yeah, they are a top two team. Nuggets? All I'm saying is that okay, when you look okay. at the top teams in the West, Mitchell, I will put it's money. It's really negligible to see no, who's going to be top. Mitchell, I will put money that they will not be top two in the West. Okay, I'm not going to put money. All I'm saying is that when you look at the top teams in the West, the difference between them, even last year, the difference between the, t- the playoff teams in the West and, and the ninth seed, it's so little. Mitchell, they look mm-hmm. like a clear first-round exit. Okay. No! no. Frankie, no. Who I wouldn't say that. I, wouldn't I say think that. they're a first-round exit. Utah that. Jazz, given how deep the West is, I don't think they I don't think they get past the first round. They took, they took two are games off the Because think about it. In terms of four that are going to go up, Clippers, Houston, Lakers, Golden State. You still have Golden State in the top four. And maybe Denver. I don't think Golden State is going to do that much damage, dude. I still think Golden State might not be bad. Right? Who? Given Clay Thompson coming back, you just talked what? about how Steph Curry is one of the best unanimous MVPs. Yeah, I mean, he'll throw he'll right? throw. You got D-Lo re- <laughs> reloading up. I oh, yeah, still D-Lo. think, I that. still <laughs> think the Golden State Warriors, as battered as they are, are better than Utah Disagree. Jazz. I disagree because when you look at that team, okay, you add Mike Conley. Who is the weak point? He's in that? coming off. He still got into kill. No, he was good. He's healthy. So that's what I'm saying. Like when you look at that starting lineup, where's the weak point? Where's the weak point? Bo, Bo- Jan at the four. Joe Ingles. Bo- yeah, Joe Ingles what? is not. Joe Ingles. Is, he Joe was Ingles not that great. He was not that good. He was weak in the playoffs. Okay, but he was shooting like ten percent, man. He was pretty bad. When you only have Donovan Mitchell who can create a shot, yeah. If you're relying on Joe Ingles to be your second best player, yeah, Rudy Gobert that can't shoot. Like I don't think they're going to be as good as you think, especially given how deep the guards are in the West, right? And 
I just I don't think it's gonna work, man. I Again, think they're, it's they're another year of Donovan Mitchell okay, so development. I, I think we gotta pump the brakes. All right, I, I think I we, we got bias because we got. My name is thy name. So we got so we got some polarizing views. We got some polarized views, but I have to say. Like, I can see both sides, right? Obviously, like, I think the one thing we can say, like, Utah's revamped their teams. They've added in a bunch of veterans. And I think this team is obviously is going to go as far as Donovan Mitchell, right? And I think this is going to be... I feel like he's going to be the one that's going to make or break this team this season, right? Because, like, nobody else... In terms of star power, like, Rudy Gobert, we know he's defensive, like, beast. But offensively, like, these are all... A lot of these guys are just going to be catch-and-shoot players, like... Conley can still kind of create Moody a little bit, but like all of these guys, you're just relying on role players. And I think like it's, it's all going to come down to Donovan Mitchell. Can he be the superstar that's going to lead them to... Can he take that next step? Because yeah, last year, it wasn't that much different than his rookie year. Yeah, he hit if the anything, sophomore yeah, rookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah sophomore if anything, wall. he might have played even uh, like like probably like worse than his rookie year. Mm-hmm. It all depends if he can take that next step and yeah. put up even better, you know, better numbers, better percentages, and just you know, take over his team. To, and I, and to that point, like I see them doing damage, like even in this, like potentially in the second round, but to say that they're going to finish in like the, the top two to like three in the West, is tough, man. Cause you're, you're putting a young Donovan Mitchell versus like, yo, you, you see all these stars in the West, man. Kawhi, Paul George, LeBron, AD, like it's really tough to put him on that same level as them at the moment. But who knows, yeah, you guys, man? You guys who knows? Are forgetting about Portland. Tr- yo, Lakers? Portland, yo, Dame time. They yeah, they yeah. were in the Western Conference Finals. They were. Yeah, man. And, and you're, you're talking about like if we're talking about the Blazers now. They added a legitimate big man in Whiteside now too, right? Like they got <laughs> yo. Don't bro. sleep on Portland. Man. I think Whiteside is underrated too. Yeah. I think he'll actually come out strong. Like it's it's a good chance with a new change in scenery. I think he'll. Step I think up. that the the pace of the NBA, like Whiteside's not going to be part of that. How's he going to work with? Uh, what Dame, Dame and CJ? Nurkic. Yeah, well, Nurkic out for a bunch. He's probably, probably going to be yeah, out for. Yeah. I would say Almost yeah, not going to rush him back. Yeah, that's why they got Whiteside. But again, can you I, imagine yeah. Whiteside guarding the pick and rolls in the West? Like I can't. But it's but but it's better than what they had with Cantor, right? Like I think oh, they, yeah, it's better. They, but they they upgraded a little bit. They also brought in like other vets, like they uh, also Anthony lost Tolliver. They got what well, Mario Hazona. They got uh, who else? But they lost Harkless. They lost Harkless. They lost Aminu. They made These some are two switches. pieces that are really good yeah. on the defensive end for them. They brought back Ronnie Hood, so I think they'll they'll still be in the thick of things. But um, we're, we're, we didn't even talk about like someone like, like a team like Denver Nuggets, where they didn't really make much trades. Mm-hmm. You know, they 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 secured some of their young talent. Like, I thought their draft was pretty good. They drafted some decent players. And no, and uh, <laughs> no, also that European guy, that European go. seven footer. Um, what's his face? That European seven footer. He's legit, man. A big man that can pass and shoot. I think he'll be underrated. Um, but like you just mentioned, though. I think they get a year better. You think, Mitchell? You think they're going to be in the top four? You think? You think Utah Jazz to the Nuggets? Nuggets were the second team in the West. But how is the Utah Jazz going to get past the first round if there's the Rockets, Lakers, Clippers, and the Nuggets in the top four? And you've also got Golden State. All I'm saying is that, like, when you look at the Jazz, okay, we just talked about how depth wins, right? I would say out of these teams, the Jazz are one of the deepest teams in the West. So to say that they're not going to be able to compete with any of these teams makes no sense. We just Bro, said that they're wins. not deep. They have Emmanuel Moutier, Jeff Green, and Ed Davis on the a, bench. Dark horse. There's a dark horse, though. Nah, man. Mitchell, I'm going to call it now. First round exit. First disagree. round exit. I disagree. I disagree. We'll see. Time will tell, Mitch. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. So let's talk about uh, who, else, who else we got left on the table. Yo, Sixers, man. 
Sixers switched it up quite a bit too. Uh-huh, they uh-huh. got rid of um, Jimmy Butler. Yo, they maxed out Tobias Harris and uh, they brought in Al Horford, Josh Richardson. I think they got some nice pieces, man. Like mm-hmm. there was clearly, a, you know, I, I guess some kind of clash with with Jimmy Butler in terms of his personality. But um, I think again, they they also maxed out Ben Simmons. So I mean, I the pr- yeah. no, I, don't know. I think the, the the Tobias Harris max was a mistake. Five years, he doesn't, 180. He doesn't deserve that. He doesn't deserve that type of money. Deserve it or not, he's still relatively young at 27 years of age. But I don't think he deserves that type of money. The only thing is, though, it's like if they didn't sign him, they would have lost him. Yeah. And then know. you already yeah, lost Butler, right? So they but had they, to get but I mean, like they, they, for the pieces they got back, like, you know, Al Horford, Josh Richardson, they're, type, they're the type of players that, you know, they might not need, like, have that ego to say, hey, I want my touches, I want my stats, blah, mm-hmm. they, they, they have a more team mentality. He's not a butler, mm-hmm. that's yeah. what you're saying. He's basically not. Yeah. But honestly, like, making those signings, this really solidifies yeah. the 76ers as, the, what, the favorite of the East? Yeah. Right? Like, they have Over Milwaukee. To be honest, look okay. at that. Jay, uh, Josh Richardson. Ben no, Simmons, he, he he can he can play defense. He he's, yeah. uh, he's like Richardson? he's like well, I think he was like one of the top guards that yeah, he have down the most blocks. Yeah. And yes. Al Horford is really yes. underrated yeah. for that team. Yeah. A big man that can pass to play alongside Joel Embiid, I think that's really he's perfect underrated. for Embiid, right? Like yeah. he, he he because he can make plays, he can handle the ball and set Yo, up I think, Embiid. I think he like can, he's like, underrated. He can from shoot what, too. From what they said. He prefers playing the four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and now he can. Now he yeah. can, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to see that. See how that team does. Yeah. And they're going to be one of the biggest teams exactly. in the league. Yeah. While the league is going small, they're going big, right? And I think on the East, it's going to be so effective because you don't necessarily have that pace on the East Coast, right? So, dude, it's I more think like a grit and grind kind of exactly. Thing. So Philly, realistically, like based on the roster, if they can stay healthy, I think they're going to be the favorite coming out of the East. Like I think if the, if Philly had the roster they have now facing the Raptors in the in the playoffs last year, they would have beat us. Okay, so the one caveat I have is that they lost JJ Redick, and like I'm looking down their line right now on the roster, there's really not much outside shooting though. Like Josh Richardson, like yeah, he can knock down a couple of threes. Tobias Harris, but you don't really have a clear cut shooter that's going to give them spacing. We already know Ben Simmons can't shoot. Like he's, we've seen some clips. He's been working yeah. on his jumper. That's the Jimmy, you're trying to go there, yeah, eh? Instagram would say otherwise. <laughs> yeah, but but you don't think the but defense will be able to compensate? Oh, 100%. Defense you have Ben be Simmons essentially guarding point guards. Yeah, Ben Simmons, super athletic, super large. You know, yeah, it's like what Frankie was saying about how they're going big. When when the Raptors played against them, we had to match up against them. They we didn't struggled. match up against us. We struggled hard because yo, Fred Van Lee got no minutes. Yo, we had to start playing. You know, you know, throughout the whole season, we never played. Gasol and Ibaka at the same time, and mm. we had to throw that to them because of what they were doing to us, and they were winning, and they were they legit almost beat us. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, like when when they play other teams, that you might say, oh, they don't have shooting, but then the other teams they don't have bigs, they don't have anybody to, to stop them, right? It's, it's true. true, yeah. The size and the athleticism definitely there, yeah. definitely there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they no, they I think they'll definitely be in there, like top two, three in the in the East easily. I think they're favorite. I think they're the favorite. I, think they I would say they're the favorite. I think they are. All right. Well, how about those Pelicans? Woo! They got Zion. Pels. They yeah, got so JJ Redick. So with the unloading of Anthony Davis, they hauled in a massive, massive future of picks, right? And not only that, they also got what the core of Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, a bunch Drew of other Holiday? Josh, Drew Holiday, what? Jason Hart, Josh Hart. Oh, sorry, Josh, Josh, Josh Hart. Hart. Like Zion. This is one of the most what. Young stack team for a young superstar to be drafted into. If you think I of can't Zion, think of any better team that it's a for a number one pick has into? ever been into. Exactly yeah. for for a number one pick to jump into any type of situation, this is 
probably the best they're we've ever be seen in a so long, long time. It was so fun to watch. And Derek Favors, don't forget. Derek, that was underrated a, too. Huge right? pickup. So, yeah. yeah, like by all by all purposes, man, this team looks like to be one of the young and up-and-comers. I don't think they're going to make a splash next year per se, but they're going to be fun to watch. Honestly, I don't know. Like I could see them squeaking to the playoffs. Like th- They're a deep, it's deep tough, team. man. And the fact that you have all these assets, what if it's like, you know, close to the trade deadline, and you're like, you know what? We could contend now. They have so many picks. Mm-hmm. I don't see them contending. I'm, all I'm saying is that if, like, I, if they I get to that, that point, yeah, yeah, they, they have the assets to bring in another player. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they have assets to no, that's to a make very good those point. big trades. That's a very good point. Like, but they can probably sign. They have enough assets and enough pieces to probably sign a vet that's ready right now. Like when you take one, like if you think about how valuable those late. Uh, or like the like 2023, 2024 Lakers picks are going to be when LeBron is, what, probably retired at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, those are going to be very valuable picks. And the fact that they have a bunch of those types of picks, mm-hmm. they're going to be good. Yeah. I And I, I agree with you. Uh, I can also see kind of just them... Kind of taking their time and trying to grow this organically, right? Because like you got Zion, there's no, there's no point rushing Zion. Like you gotta let him develop. I don't know. And I think with the the rest of the core, like they're gonna be, yo, they're gonna be fun to watch. And I, I I can see that kind of that like brotherhood forming. The thing is, it's like yeah, like yes, still have Zion under contract, Mm -hmm. but when you look at all the movements that happened this year, you had players that were under contract for multiple years that demanded those trades, and this is a star driven league now at this point. Players control their own destiny at this point. When you look at Zion, a, a player like Zion, you have to make sure that you're always trying to do what you can to to be the best that you can be. True. Mm-hmm. And but the thing is, like Pelicans are so deep. When you look at the other draft picks that they had, like Jackson Hayes, he was really really good in summer league. And when you look at Nikhil Alexander Walker, who's like what the cousin of Shea Alexander or Shea Gilgis, yeah, good like good draft pick. He looked amazing. He did. Mm-hmm. Yo, they, but they're again, deep again. Like I, I agree with Ben. I don't think they need to rush it because, honestly, right now, the West is so stacked. I think they might hurt themselves by rushing. If you give these guys a year or two to just like form together and gel, they're going to be a solid team. And you're right. If those assets build up, they flip them over for like some vets that are ready. This is going to be one of those teams to watch out for in the future. Just, just wait for a Zion signing with Rich Paul. <laughs> oh, it's going to happen. And then what happens next? We'll Who see. Knows? But The newest member of, uh, of Jumpman, of Jordan. Zion? Actually, yeah. I actually like that signing, man. I, th- I think Jordan needed him. I mean, Duke can jump. Obviously, he yeah. should sign there. But, the, uh, you know, honestly, I think this year he's, he's not going to win Rookie of the Year. He's going to get injured. I'll put, the, I'll put money down. Yo, it's he's scary, man. It's, he's gonna it's have, scary. He's going to have, like, a, you know, like, so, like some type of knee sprain or something, and he's going to be out for the rest of the season. Something's going to happen. Yo, he better get into game shape quick. Hope so. Oh, like, man. Yeah. yeah. He do. He got to get NBA ready, man. Scouts were apparently saying that he, he kind of looked out of shape. Uh, dude's in the dr- season, dude's eating too much gumbo down in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on that, man, we've kind of covered through most of the teams and like a lot of the major teams who have changed over the face of the offseason. On that, have we missed any notable signings? Any other notable signings? Boy, I, I, I see our boy. Uh, I see our boy. Going to Charlotte. What's his name? Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier. Terry, Terry. Getting some mad money. What, three years? You know, honestly, $56 million. Good for Terry Rozier. Terrible for Get the Charlotte, Ho- Charlotte Hornets. Get that money. <laughs> Yo, you think, how many games do you think the Charlotte Hornets can win? Look at that. What What is their starting lineup? Yo, ask Michael Jordan, man. Yo, Mike. What's their Yo, starting Mike, lineup? what's going on? Don't look. I can't even What's their name. starting lineup? The Jeremy Lamb. Terry Rozier. Jeremy okay. Lamb's gone. 
Is so, it? Oh shit! Yeah. Nick yeah, Batum, Miles Batum. Bridges, Miles Bridges, okay. Frank Kaminsky. Now he's got Marvin he's Williams. Oh, Marvin Williams. Stop looking. Bismack. 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 What? Who's scoring? Yeah, they're done, man. Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier. He's the tank commander. Okay, he is the tank commander. He's gonna remind us why he's so scary, Bruh. Tank commander Terry Rozier, like, man. Like, are honestly so bad. Like, I feel bad. Like, we went through some dark times as Raptors fans, but honestly, we can't really compare Dude, to that, the that's, Hornets. Dude, that's trash. I yeah, feel bad. Charlotte's not going nowhere. Like, we talked Char- about some tough signings with Tobias Harris getting a little bit overpaid, but I get it. The Terry Rozier aspect, man, I just don't. Like, Listen, you, they have money, man. What are they going to do? They don't have money. They don't have money? They don't. They're, oh, still they're, they're still uh, capped out. Like, this is the thing. Like, you know how they always say, oh, the grass is always greener? Like when it's like okay, another team with those has it worse. If you're Charlotte, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, I don't know where where is worse than that. Yeah, you know, when Bismack Biombo is exercising his player option for that 17 mil, get that money. You know you're gonna take a hit, man. Um, I, I think yeah, I think in terms of um, biggest offseason moves, those we I think we pretty much covered it all. But what I did want to ask you guys. What's the one thing that you guys are looking forward to next season? Because I think like all of this, we've seen all this movement. Um, at this point, it's kind of like a wait and see. And like a lot of people, to be honest, including myself, I want to just start next season, man. I want to get this ball rolling. Um, any anything you guys are following? Any storylines, players, teams? Oh yes. Uh, next season, I'm, uh, my team for next season, Dallas Mavericks. Oh. That's my team. A fresh They're, KP. That's that's my team with 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 Luca. Luca oh, and KP. Who's the, who's the, who's the other guy they they they, picked, they grabbed? There was another. It was another white, white European. Was no, they were supposed to get Dragic, but they didn't get him. Yeah, they, yeah, they, 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 they didn't get Dragic. Yo, but they, but they got yeah, Delon Wright. They got Delon Wright though. That's yeah. that's a nice. Delon Wright. Yeah. See that Delon, that's a nice Delon solid too. Yeah. That'll be a fun. Team I think they can do some do some and, yeah. surprising people. And THJ. THJ. Yeah. Tim Hardaway Jr. Nah. What else you got for next season? Jimmy Tuckman. I was gonna oh, say yeah? Luca. Yo, hold on. Is uh, is KP actually healthy? He'll be fresh. 100% He'll be healthy. supposed to be. He'll be fresh. Oh. He sat out all this season, man. He'll be ready. I hope he doesn't get injured, though. Man. Yeah, one of the things I'm looking forward to next season. I can't wait for Kawhi to come back Ooh. when the Clippers come to the Toronto Raptors and play a home game in the ACC, now called Scotiabank Arena. I just can't wait to see all the emotions that go through. Like there'll be tears, there'll be anger. There'll be sadness. There'll be joy. My but heart can't me, take it, man. I, I, I'm just, I'm still heartbroken, man. Like I, I will relive the heartache that was, and I don't know how I'm gonna react, man. I might, I might be, I might be bawling in tears. PTSD right, right now, dude. It's, it's still, <laughs> yo, it's real, man. It's real. Heartbreak, Drizzy, yo, legit. I'm just like, what's, what's Drake gonna say? Like, what is Drake gonna do? Like, I just, I'm so broken still, and. I, I think it'll be a big day. Like when the Clippers come to town, it'll be circled in the Raptors calendar. It'll be a big day. It's like it's like when you get married, you divorce, and your ex comes back. The fir- yo, you, you go to another wedding, and then you see your ex there for the first time <laughs> with her new man. With her new man's yo, with new, new man, and, and you're still you're and still you're still sick. asking yourself why. <laughs> you're still asking yourself like why 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 what you don't love me, man. Like, she still look fine, yo. She uh, still look fine. Yo, we're, we're, you know you know what it is? We're, we're the, uh, you know, Simpsons when uh, Mel House's parents got divorced <laughs> and the dad was the sleeping, oh. sleeping in the race car. <laughs> 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 that's, that's the Raptors for next year. That, that, that's what I'm looking forward to next year. I just want to see how that reaction goes, man. I got two. 
I mean, one of them, I'm just not going to explain it all. I want to see how Marco F- Markel Fultz looks. Okay, that's... I'm not okay. explaining it. I'm Markel not explaining who? It. Markel who? Don't worry, yeah. Number Markel who? Pick, man. Number one pick, Markel Fultz, yo. You know, to, to, to piggyback off of what Frankie said about the Raptors, I'm excited to see actually see what the Raptors look like. Like... As much as okay, look, we lost Kawhi. Get over it. We're, we're like Kawhi's gone, Mitch, right? Just, just I've already accepted. But here's the thing: we still got the greatest Raptor in our history, <laughs> oh in Kyle Lowry. Oh God, he's what 33, 34? He's a champion, right? <sighs> yeah, everybody. Javale McGee's a champion. Don't, yo. We don't just matter. Talked about this. Kyle Lowry's still gonna go down as the greatest Raptor. But I, I am excited to see how Siakam develops. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and this is the thing: like everyone's already counting the Raptors out, and they're they're saying that they're going to be terrible. We were good without Kawhi last year. And no matter what, the Raptors are a really deep team. So I'm, I'm excited just to see what happens. I do think that Siakam's going to hit another level. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be an all-star next year. And it's honestly, like, with the improvement that he's shown up to this point, the sky's the limit for him. I'm not saying that he's going to be an MVP candidate, but I am saying that, like, he is going to be better than what he showed. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be, like, he's going to have all the responsibility on him. Yo, I want whatever Kool-Aid Mitchell is on, man. Uh, like, I, I can't... Again, like, I'm not saying they're going to win the championship, but I think that we're going to be better than what everyone's telling us that we're going to no, be. No, I, I agree, man. Honestly... We're champions. Honestly, yo, fr- Frankie, like, I feel the pain, man. I'm with you on the pain, but I do agree that we're going to be better than what people anticipate. And uh, I, I, too, I'm excited to see how Pascal is going to develop because I think, like, obviously, there's no player or players that you can pick up that's going to replace Kawhi's void. There's no player. Like, we, we brought up... Stanley Johnson, you know, OG's twin. We we we, we oh, brought OG. in Yeah, OG's gonna, OG's gonna be take another step up. We brought in Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Like I think we Masai did the best he could to replace that void. And I think we'll still be maybe like a like a top four, top five team in the East. Which is <laughs> I agree. No, honestly, I, I agree, agree. I agree. In the regular like, season. In the regular season. Yeah. So all that, <laughs> you know, it, there will be some exciting times. I, I, I have to agree with that, but I think ultimately, though, like when you have a team like this, you know, once, once, you know, it's crazy because like you have a championship caliber team, and when the best player leaves, like you have to eventually hit that reset button. And for the Raptors, I'm gonna be honest, man. I hope it's sooner rather than later. Like I hope if we start off the season, we have everybody, we have Gasol, we have Serge and Larry. If we're we're not performing well, we're we're gonna tank for Giannis. Okay, we're getting Giannis. Yeah, by trade deadline, I really hope. Tank though, we don't need to tank. We don't need to tank, but we're getting Giannis. Yeah, I I, I believe in Masai. Okay, that's that's the only hope. Okay, that's that's the we won a championship, right? So this is the thing. Like you can't doubt any moves that Masai can make. I don't know. I'm doubting some of his pickups. He's picking up though. Campaign? Campaign. Karen Payne, <laughs> n- number one Stanley dancer in the league. Johnson, yo, Stanley Johnson is underrated, bro. Legit, Stanley Johnson is underrated. I think, o- look, the fact that OG, hey. we never saw OG play at all. Well, yeah, in the playoffs. yeah. Like, get his jersey. He's gonna be better. <laughs> get, his get his jersey, dog. Yo, I'm still rocking my Jeremy Lane guy. <laughs> Don't worry about my investment. Add, add to the list of bad jerseys um, that you buy. Uh, for me, I think I'm looking forward to uh, you guys. Talked about a bunch of good ones, Frankie. You you kind of took mine with uh with the Kawhi one. Uh, I got two. The first one, Raptors related. I'm looking forward to that that ring ceremony. Obviously, mm-hmm. that will be kind of the final closure. Um, Tears, for man. you know, will will Kawhi be there? 
No, no. Why, why he ain't gonna be there for the first game. Unless it's the only one that's opening game. The first game that the unless they do this. Oh, so this is gonna do like the opening game and then opening game. The raps will get the ring ceremony. Yeah, it's whoever they face. And then whoever they they face that come into hometown. Yeah, that's when they'll keep doing. So so when Kawhi comes home, what about when comes to Toronto? I wonder if they do it for the home game. What about when we face Memphis? Does JV get his? Like yeah, JV well, does, yeah, yeah, yeah. all of them, over, all of them get it. Yeah, that's gonna be good. I like that. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I think that's gonna be uh, a good moment um, before we watch this depressing season. No, I'm joking. Uh, the other thing I'm actually looking forward to. I, I think we we quickly talked about the Westbrook and Harden pairing. I'm really uh-huh, curious to here. see how that's gonna work out. Yeah. Um, I think Rockets, man, when it's all said and done, they're gonna be top four, and I think they're gonna be another X factor in terms of like teams you don't want to face. Like um, coming in the West Finals, so they're top four. They're top four. I, I, I put them on there. Rockets I put, I'd put them in that mix, man. I put them in that mix. Raps is a top four. <laughs> I think they yo, are. Ch- I think they're four. I think they're four. Guys, stop yo, drinking the Kool Aid, bro. Th- th- yo, yo, Mitch, Mitch, on, Mitch, four. This this sounds like the beginning of the playoffs, yo. When me and you had the raps, and, had and we had and we had a we lot had of them. We had a lot of naysayers, yo. A lot of doubters, man. But Just facts, man. Facts, facts, and the math. Fake news, fake news. <laughs> math. I'm just using math right now, right? Um, yeah. So I, I, I think, yeah, lot, lots to look forward to coming up next season. Um, one question: Do you think CP3 is gonna finish the season with OKC? What do you think is gonna happen with that? He's what? gonna finish the season in, in a suit. <laughs> oh wow! In a cast? In a no, cast? no, no. He's gonna, you know, not you play. Buy him out? You think? No, they, they can't, can't afford, buy they him. They can't afford man. that. He's like, what, a few years? They can't afford that. Why would, he, why would he get bought out? Actually, you know what? I actually think CP3 is going to be much better than what he showed with the Rockets. Like, I think it's tough playing with James Harden. Someone like CP3 who needs the ball in his hand, I think it's going to be tough. I think he's going to be better with OKC than we think he is. But you're going to stunt. He's not going to win. You're going to stunt SGA's growth. Why would you do that? Play together. Play together. No, no I, actually, I agree with you here. I actually think Chris Paul will shine beyond what people think, but will he be on the OKC Thunder at the end of the season? My answer is no. Where's I think he he'll be? get traded. Miami? Maybe Miami? Maybe? Washington? Washington? I think my I think maybe Miami. Miami sounds like like I feel like Miami if if they're close to being potentially contenders, I feel like Pat Riley might might make that uh, call. But uh, all right, cool. So I think that's it from our end, man. So this is the, you know, we recapped the biggest moves that we think you know this off season has made. Um, I, I'm sure there's gonna be more moves before the start of the season, but that's it from us, man. Y'all got any last words or? Yes. How you guys enjoying the summer, man? Y'all, y'all oh. feeling good? If anyone's listening, I have OVO tickets. <laughs> if you guys need I have Section 408, I'm trying to sell them. Holla at your boy. How much? <laughs> Don't yeah. ask, man. PM for, de- PM, PM PM for details. details yeah. to, to you, to you, I'll sell a cost. <laughs> Anyone else? $500. Yeah, hit, up, ticket. hit up yeah. Jimmy Buckets. I want to leave this on by saying thank you, Masai Ujiri. A year ago, I was at a, a sports business conference where he, he said, we are going to win a championship. And I didn't believe him. I didn't believe him. But to see how it's all come around, I still don't care how it happened. I'm glad we got it. Thank you, Masai Ujiri. It's all been worth it. You know what? Thank, Thank you, Kawhi. Thank you, Kawhi. Thank you, Kawhi. You are free to go home. Um, I, I, I think, yeah, Frankie, I kind of like what you say because it's like we have to keep that perspective, right? At, no matter what happened, no matter what, Raptors got the best year, the best season in franchise history. So Ever, man. Yo, it hurts me to even just mention it. We got to wrap this up before I start uh, 
tearing up, man. But uh, all right, so we appreciate our listeners, man. Uh, everyone that's been supporting us, continue to rock with us. And uh, we'll see you when we see you, man. Thank you to the fans, man. Thank you for listening. Thank you for keeping strong. Mm -hmm. Until then, keep keep getting getting buckets. buckets. Peace.